Welcome to Innovative Mindful Solutions with your host, Terry Galler. The stress of our fast-paced business world is exhausting executives and burning out good employees. In this program, we will explore proven ways to transform stress with the timeless skills you need to be successful in business and in life. Now, here is Terry Galler. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Innovative Mindful Solutions. I have a special guest today. Her name is Patty Anderson. Hi, Patty. Hi, Terry. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. Yourself? Awesome. Yeah, I'm good. So I've known Patty for quite some time now, and the reason I wanted Patty to be on the show today is that you have had one of the most varied and unique career paths that I know of. And one of the things I love about you when I first met you was that you not only are a licensed pilot, but you worked in air traffic control back in the day. I did. So how long were you in air traffic control? Um, right at about 20 years, long enough were to you? retire from. Okay, were you there? That yeah. I didn't realize you were there that long. Yeah, yeah. I started off at Scottsdale Tower right after um, President Reagan fired all the air traffic controllers. That kind of gave me a chance to, to get in. And um, after three years there, I went to Sky Harbor and finished out my time. Awesome. So one of the things that we're going to talk about today is stress and people's jobs. And one of the things I always think of is that air traffic control has got to be one of the most stressful jobs out there. Is that is that been your experience? Well, you know, this is what I tell people. Yeah, it's a stressful job, but any job can be stressful. Um, and as controllers, well, you know, we were trained very specifically. So as long as everything went okay and the pilots followed our instructions and the other controllers were working with us, uh, you know, they're really, it was great. Uh, the, the stress came when somebody didn't follow the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a problem. Yes, yes. So, but I, you know, I, I really do think it's true. I'm not downplaying it, but I really do think it's true that every job um, is and can be very stressful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in your 20 years as an air traffic controller, how did you learn to manage the stress of that job and and also kind of the responsibility of knowing that you're in charge of all these people in the air? Like how did it how did it manifest for you? Well, there's a, that's kind of a multi-part question. I mean, <laughs> First of all, um, as far as managing all the airplanes in the air, I mean, one thing we had to do was not think of all the people that were in the airplane. We actually just think about separating metal. I mean, that's that's really one way that um, we decrease the stress because if you thought of all the people that were in every single airplane and how many lives were kind of in your hands, you probably wouldn't be able to manage it. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, And then the other part of it is is that um, this was a kind of job. Now, it's been 10 years or so, 20 years, what am I talking about, um, since I retired. But um, like a lot of jobs, there's a lot of ego involved. And um, I, for one, really identified 
myself as being an air traffic controller, and um, it meant a lot, but it also meant that you didn't tell people when you were stressed. You didn't let on that you couldn't sleep. You didn't let on that um, something that had just happened scared you, you know, uh, you, you couldn't, you really didn't talk about that stuff. Um, and that was just part of the culture. And I think that's true um, in a lot of occupations. Oh my gosh, I think you're right. Because yeah, you can't, you can't show that things bother you or things get to you. It's kind of a badge of honor that of course you can handle anything. Right. And so then right. who do you turn to? Like, if you can't right. talk to your colleagues about that, and you can't talk to your supervisor about that, right? and you're not right. supposed to take your work home with you, then what do you do with that? Right. Well, uh, <laughs> it's interesting, <laughs> because um, if you, first of all, you, you don't even acknowledge that there's stress involved, um, and or you don't even really know what that is or how it manif- manifests in your own body. Um, then there's no real awareness of it, and you're not really looking to even right. try to fix it. You know, I, I think it... Um, or sleeplessness it, becomes the norm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, sleeplessness, um, headaches. I had chronic headaches. Um, very uh, poor sleep habits, mostly because we worked a lot of um, shift work, which, of course is common in a lot of occupations. Right. So you don't don't get real restful and regular sleep. Right. So that's a that's a really key thing because I think when people are under a tremendous amount of stress, like you said, whether it's air traffic control or whatever they're doing, when we stop paying attention to it or start thinking that stress is the norm, it will sit in our bodies in places that eventually will get our attention. Absolutely, and I think that's what's so important about getting the word out like you're doing and uh, just the educational piece of it and um, normalizing it, you know, Um, uh, helping people understand what the different symptoms are and that they can be uh, very different from person to person. And the trick really is, that right there is, first of all, just acknowledging that, oh, you know what? I think I must be stressed here. Right. And and hopefully that people can start to be aware and pay attention to their bodies because I think that's the first place it shows up. That's Absolutely. the first thing that will get us our attention. We yes. can ignore okay. how little we sleep or how little we eat, but when right. we have a migraine that we can't see straight, that's going right. to get our attention. Right. Right. You know. You know, and but I think we're so good. I don't know if you found this, but I think people are so good at ignoring this that by the time the stress gets so bad that they have to do something, they're almost incapacitated. Yes, and I think that's what happens a lot of times. Um, I had the experience of um, over time and then um, uh, witnessing a traumatic event and not acknowledging it, not talking to anybody about it. Uh, eventually, my body told me there was something wrong, and I actually lost my ability to speak. 
which is oh my goodness. important when you're an air traffic controller. <laughs> right? Well, there's an, a great example of your body getting your attention. Like, it's going to take away the thing that you absolutely need to do your job. Absolutely. Your body is just so darn smart. It is. And, you know, so how long did that last for? How did you, how did you kind of recognize that that was a stress-related thing and, and kind of worked your way out of it? Well, I spent a lot of time ignoring it. I didn't tell anybody about it. Nobody. I told nobody about it. Not my best friend, not my husband, nobody. Um, again, it's that culture of, you know, I, I can't talk about anything being wrong. So right. I'm fine. I'm fine. Several months. It took me several months. Um, people started noticing that I would hum before I would key the mic to talk and things like that. Um, but I finally, it finally got to the place where I just, I couldn't talk and uh, I took some time off. I got some treatment, came back um, and it reoccurred after six months. So, <laughs> so it took a while. Right. So your body's telling you maybe it's time to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. That's pretty clear. You yeah. know, I, I, you know, and I know that we're going to talk a little bit about the fact that you and I met as therapists in an yeah. agency. And I know the work that we've both done, we've seen it manifest in people's bodies in all kinds of ways. I've seen mm-hmm. ulcers and migraines and back pain and fibromyalgia and all uh, autoimmune diseases, all mm-hmm. kinds of things that impact people to the point where they can't function. Yep. Yes, indeed. Right? So one of the things I think that's really important is to pay attention and learn how to be aware. And I think, like you said, I think what's important is getting that ego out of the way, is to recognize that if we keep doing what we're doing the same way we're doing it, we're going to burn ourselves out. Yes, absolutely. And what you're talking about there, mindfulness is really key, that ability to uh, pause, um, take inventory of what's going on with you in the moment, noticing your thoughts, your emotions, um, what's going on with you physiologically, uh, the environment that you're in, just noticing right there in the moment with Um, out judging it, but just being an observer of your experience, that's the first step. Until you do that, you really can't do anything about it. Absolutely. Because if the more you are stuck in it, the more you just spin and spin and spin. I think that learning how to step back and be aware of all those parts, our thinking, our emotions, where we are, our environment, all of those things, then gives us some perspective and some space to then make some decisions about what we want to do and how we want to interact. That's right. And I I think it's so difficult because we're trained, really, in this lifetime to react. You know, um, I have a headache, take some aspirin. Uh, You know, I'm... I'm feeling anxious, have a glass of wine or, or whatever it is. We, we react instead of pausing and paying attention and um, trying to observe what it is that's actually happening before we do anything. Exactly, because we're more invested in trying to make it stop right. than to actually get curious about 
what's happening and maybe taking a different approach and how do we want to respond to it. Exactly, but isn't that how we're trained? Isn't that what we learn? Stop the pain. Stop it at any yep. cost. Just make it Make stop. it go away. Make it yeah. go away. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. And every commercial and everything that we're being sold is all about how do you make it stop? Right. Exactly. <laughs> There's a market to this, right? So we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, one of the things I also love about you is that you are trained in yoga. So what I would love to do is when we get back is talk a little bit about those experiences and how those things have helped you manage stress and how you know it works for other people. Sound good? Okay. Sounds great. Awesome. All right. We'll be back in two minutes and we'll see you in a few. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm with my guest, Patty Anderson, and we are talking today about stress and how stress, no matter what you do, no matter where you work, is always something that impacts us and what we can do about it. So, hi, Patty. Welcome back. Hey, thanks. Hi, Terry. 
Okay. Um, so you've been, you were a licensed therapist, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. And then what I know is that you did some really extensive training in yoga. I did. What, what, what drew you to yoga studies? Well, um, it was actually right around the time that I was experiencing the um, problems with my voice and my mother was dying at the same time. And um, I don't know, even know why I decided to go to yoga, but I did. And um, I can honestly say it really, it saved me. It, it, it absolutely saved me. Um, my response to yoga was to learn how to uh, move in my body and to breathe and to stay in the moment, which were all, um, those are all definitions of mindfulness, really, that ability to stay in the moment. So I was beginning my mindfulness studies um, without even knowing that it was called mindfulness at the time. But that is yoga. (laughs) That is yoga. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I think that that's one of the key things that happens with stress. And I I talked a lot about this last uh, show was that so often our bodies are in one place and our brain and our mind are somewhere else. Nine times out of 10, we're 10 steps ahead of ourselves trying to anticipate every possible problem so that we're somehow prepared. And yet our body can only be in the here and now. So true. And you know what that's called when you're way out there in the future trying to anticipate everything, don't you? What's that? Anxiety. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it is. That's the only that's the only thing you cultivate when you do that is anxiety. That's right. Mm-hmm. So what did you the more you did yoga studies and the more you you became certified, correct? I did. You know, I did yoga for oh geez, at least fifteen years and I um uh, had, as you said, became a um, psychotherapist. And during the course of my work with people, um, I began to realize that being able to share just some of the little even bits and pieces of yoga that I had learned would be uh, really helpful. I knew it would help other people as it had helped me. And so I decided to... Um, to go through the uh, process of becoming a yoga teacher. And then after that, I was so interested in it that I went on and did another two-year program in healing emphasis yoga, um, which was marvelous and was able to use a lot of what I learned, of course, not only for myself, um, but also with my clients. And it, it provides the opportunity to practice being in the moment with a group of people who are practicing the same thing with you, which is very powerful. It, you know, that group modality is really powerful. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people shy away from that because they worry about being embarrassed or if they can't do a pose or if they can't do a move correctly. But the energy that a group creates is a powerful thing. It absolutely is. And there's there's that piece there, too, about, yes, we all go into a yoga class uh, worried about, and I still do, worried about, am I going to be able to do that as well as the person next to me, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But that's part of the learning in yoga is how do you 
stay in the moment. Keep your eyes and your mind on your own mat, on your own breath, on your own movement, and let go of judgment, self-judgment, judgment of other people. <laughs> right. um, and I think and, comparison and, is a, is another form of judgment. The more we uh-huh. try to compare ourselves or sure. our experience to someone else, we are judging that process and more likely judging ourselves. Sure. And I, you know, that's a component of mindfulness that is at once, I think, the most important component and at the same time, the most difficult component. Um, it's very difficult to learn how to let go of judging when it's not helpful. Um, we all have to be able to judge things from time to time, but I think it's a matter of course that most of us uh, judge a lot, you know, without even thinking about it sometimes. We do, and and nine times out of ten, our judgment is to the negative. Oh, definitely. Right? <laughs> I didn't Always. know there was another kind of judgment. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Yeah, once in a great while, we judge to the positive, but more than likely, we're judging to the negative. And I think the other piece that we do is that we may judge other people, but we are merciless on ourselves. Yes, we certainly are. We certainly are. And that, that's the power of mindfulness and yoga is, is actually practicing how to be in the moment how to observe without judging so that we can make uh, effective decisions for ourselves. So going back to um, uh, what we were talking about a little bit earlier, you know, if you're in the moment, you notice that you have a bad headache, you have to take that moment to notice without judging that you've got the headache and not go down the road of, well, it's somebody else's fault that I have a headache or what's my problem? I I always have headaches. There must be something wrong with me. The idea is to be able to just pause, notice that that's what's happening so that you can make an effective decision for yourself. Do you want an aspirin? Do you want to lay down for a while? Do you need to do some uh, controlled breathing to help? Exactly, exactly. And I think we also get stuck in um, that shouldn't. I shouldn't have a headache. Right. I shouldn't be stressed out. I should right. be able to handle all of this. Right. And and none of us can. No. None of us and can. And of course, that judging just makes everything worse, right? Have you ever spent some time judging yourself and noticed that you actually felt better? <laughs> <laughs> Not once. Not <laughs> <Ever>. once. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea, though. And I think that's that piece where we get stuck in that emotional side of our mind. And it sounds reasonable and it sounds like it's a good idea, but there really is no balance to it. There's no rational thought to it. And so we just spin and spin and spin and spin and it doesn't lead us anywhere good. Yeah. And it's such a habit, right? So without those skills of mindfulness where you can pause, observe what's happening, put words on it, Without those skills right there, without judgment, um, you'll, you'll stay in the same habit, whatever it is, whether it's a thinking habit or a behavioral habit or even an emotional habit, um, it won't ever change. Right, right. And we just stay stuck. And then yeah. the stress loves to feed on itself. 
I always, my brain thinks in pictures, you know this about me. I always think of like, you know, those little Pac-Men, you know, just gobbling up the things and they just keep growing and growing and growing because the stress Mm -hmm. just keeps feeding on itself and feeding on Mm -hmm. itself. And it doesn't lead us anywhere productive. It just makes us sick. Absolutely. And it's, uh, in my opinion, what's responsible for all kinds of emotional problems, whether you're depressed or you're anxious or you're angry or you're sad all the time. Um, it's, it's that ability to pause and notice that helps you break away from that. Absolutely. So is there like just something simple that you could tell our listeners about something from yoga that could help them just feel more grounded or feel like they're less in their head? Yeah, the easiest and the most powerful thing to do is to practice some controlled breathing. Um, for, um, for specific instructions, you can look online for the three-part breath or Durga Pranayama is what it's called in yoga ease. Um, <laughs> but it's really about... Um, not just deep breathing, but actually controlling the breath, directing the breath to uh, the bottom of the belly and filling that up first and then filling up uh, your chest cavity and moving the breath all the way up into close to your throat. So it's called a three-part breath, and it is a controlled breath. And there is something really powerful about it. Um, it will help to calm your whole nervous system. Your muscles will start to relax. Your brain starts to relax. Um, you stop um, the hormonal output of adrenaline and cortisol. We all have heard those words that just drive uh, anxiety and stress. So there, there's something, it's very simple, but oh my goodness, is it powerful. And to sit and to do that or lay down and to do that or even stand and to do that for 10 minutes at a time, just 10 minutes, is incredibly powerful and can help break that cycle of stress. So you're going to breathe deep, into the bottom of your stomach Mm -hmm. and then imagine breathing into the middle of your chest Mm -hmm. and then imagine breathing into the bottom of your throat that those three places you're moving up imagine that you're filling up a pitcher with air got it so it's just going to be pouring that air starting at the bottom and moving all Mm -hmm. the way up slowly Mm -hmm. and systematically to reset our central nervous systems. That's exactly right. And when you breathe out, you're doing the same thing. You're letting the air out of your upper chest and then out of the um, middle chest or your diaphragm and then out of your belly. Awesome. Awesome. So this could be an interesting experiment. So for those of you listening to us, what I would love to see you do is we're going to take a break here in a moment. And while we're on break, try that out. Take a minute, breathe deeply into your stomach, into your chest, the bottom of your throat. Blow it out slowly. 
see how that feels and just notice that process for the next two minutes while we're on break. So try that out, see how that feels, and we'll be back in two minutes to talk more about ways you can combat stress. Thanks. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network innovative mindful solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now set up a consultation today visit innovative mindful solutions.com for information on leadership training team building customizing workshops and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing work from the inside out visit innovative mindful solutions.com or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com terry geller can bring her extensive experience compassion and humor to your next business keynote or event terry can show you how mindful based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hi, welcome back. So... I hope that you spent a couple of minutes breathing, feeling that breath move through your body, and, it, and just noticing how that feels. So I'm with my guest. Did you? Good. <laughs> so, I'm with my guest, Patty Anderson. And one of the things I think about stress is that a lot of it has to do with how we think about things. I'm a cognitive therapist. I know you are too. You know, Mm -hmm. I think the way our society thinks about work is also impacting how much stress we feel. Yeah. And I, I, I'll go back to, I think people just, there's no real awareness of stress, what it means, how it impacts us, how it shows up uh, in us individually. 
I agree. I agree. I think, you know, one of the things, one of the authors I really love is Brene Brown, and she talks Mm -hmm. a lot about how exhaustion has become a badge of honor and how our worth is tied up in our production, like Mm -hmm. how busy we are, how stressed we are, how much we're doing is somehow like, oh my God, look how stressed I am. Look how overwhelmed I am. Look how exhausted I am. Like that's a good thing. Yeah, but look how many of us get stressed out when we actually take some time to ourselves, right? (laughs) Because we feel guilty. We shouldn't be doing this. Look at all the other things that we have on our list that we haven't gotten to yet. Exactly. How many people, you know, had a four-day weekend this past weekend and spent a good majority of it running around trying to finish Christmas shopping or put up a tree or relax? You know, how many people actually just relaxed? Right. Lots of shoulds in there. Lots of shoulds. Mm -hmm. Lots of shoulds. Which which doesn't mean that they aren't things that we enjoy. Um, There's things we should do that we also enjoy doing. Um, But it's being able to, um, I don't know, draw a line sometimes, you know, to recognize when you are exhausted, when you have had too much and you really do need some time, some downtime, some time to yourself, um, and to be able to take that time um, without judgment. There's that judgment word again. Right. And I think a lot of this, you know, is a product of how our society works now. I'm old enough to remember that, you know, people used to work until five o'clock, go home. Mm-hmm. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have answering yeah. machines. We didn't have computers. Yeah. You yeah. actually went home and had dinner with your family and maybe did a sport or a hobby and got right. to bed at a reason- reasonable hour. And now... Because we're on all the time, how many people actually stop working when their workday's done? Right, exactly. And that just that that term being on all the time. Um, when we're on all the time, it, it actually means that we're kind of stressed all the time. We're operating from our sympathetic nervous system, which keeps us moving and going and ready for action all of the time. And if our sympathetic nervous system never gets any downtime, a break, then it makes it really hard to do things like uh, sleep, digest our food, <laughs> exactly. all the things that are really exactly. important to a healthy physical body. Right. And then we go and do things like operate on tons of caffeine or mm-hmm. we gravitate to carbs or sugar. You know, I always think of anything that starts with the letter P, like pizza, pretzels, popcorn, <laughs> potato chips, you know, uh, all those P words, right? Um, right? Pizza are the things that we crave because we're trying to bring ourselves up or keep ourselves going chemically versus doing the things that we need to do, like eat well sleep well, rest, do something so I, creative, I have a hobby, the, all those about things. that, Terry, that um, our body's already speaking to us. When our body's exhausted, we're going to think, I'm exhausted. And then we're going to think, what do I need to do to get through the rest of my day? And that's where, as you're saying, things like carbs and caffeine, the C words. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the C and the P words come in. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly, because we've built a society that says you should be able to handle everything. Mm-hmm. You should be able to keep going all the time. Mm-hmm. And none of us can. None of us no, can. No, we can't, but that doesn't stop us from trying, does it? No, and, and is it any wonder why I know in my practice I've seen more people coming in with, you know, family medical leave that they need to take a break from work because they can't handle the stress anymore and mm-hmm. it's literally burning them out or making them sick. Right. I heard something just yesterday, I think it was. Have you heard that fear of missing out, FOMO? Have you heard of that? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Our friend Danny talks um, a lot about FOMO. Well, I, I read a, a cute little thing, and I can't even remember where it was, but probably something that came across on Facebook, and it, they, they talked about changing that to JOMO, the joy of missing out. So, you oh, know, I like that reframe. I know. I loved it. So it's, it's okay to miss out. It's okay to let go of stuff and um, engage in some self-care. And especially as we're heading into this very busy month and very busy holiday season, it, it may be okay to step back and recognize what you need in that moment versus having to check every box on the list or attend every holiday function or mm-hmm. every family gathering. That mm-hmm. we have to give ourselves permission to do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. Yes, I think it's really interesting to look at uh, going back to being cognitive therapists that um, how we think about uh, what we're doing or what we're expected to do or how we're feeling, whether it's physically or emotionally, um, impacts everything. And um, the ability to, again, use those mindfulness skills to pause and notice, uh, what am I thinking right here and is that... You know, uh, is that improving the way that I'm feeling or is it increasing the stress that I'm experiencing? And I think that's a really good point because how many people get stuck in the loop of, I hate this job. Mm-hmm. I hate these people. I hate what I'm I hate doing. The holidays. And we all have those days. We do. Yeah. But oftentimes we just get stuck or think that we're trapped and we can't do something different or we can't change. And even if you may be financially connected to a job that you can't leave, I think that the way we frame our self-talk around it can make a big difference because the more you focus on how awful or how much it sucks and how terrible it is, the more miserable you're going to be. Sure, and then it goes back to that you really stay stuck in that. Because once we close ourselves down with that kind of negative mind state, which impacts how we feel emotionally and physically, then we're kind of stuck. It's really hard to get out. It's a, it's a huge trap. Yeah. One of the things I always think of, just like yoga as a practice, I always think of gratitude as a practice. Mm, gratitude is such a great practice. And I used to just poo-poo that. You know, it was just like, I actually, I, I would go back to how I felt about, you know, as a controller, it was just kind of, oh, I don't need any of that stuff. It was, you know, it was an ego. Yeah, really gratitude, you know? attitude. Who needs that? Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, you know, only those other people need that. <laughs> I don't need that. Or those woo-woo people need that gratitude <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> Um, right. But it really, it, you know, I think that our brains, especially when we're stuck in that, I hate this, it's awful loop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. our brains will find evidence to validate that position. So Absolutely. everything we do, it then becomes a function of how awful it is. Right. See, this went wrong. See, I knew it. It's awful. Right. Right. But gratitude right. is really that shift that says... Even though this feels awful right now, I'm going to look for something in its smallest sense to be grateful about. Yes, and the interesting thing about that is that it works whether you feel it or not. <laughs> you know, it's it's just the starting to work on it, even just acknowledging I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for, you know, Phoenix, Arizona, whatever it is. You, you don't have to feel it first. Right. If you start to shift the thinking, it will start to shift how you feel. Absolutely. I'm grateful for this cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the green light. You know, I'm grateful for the song on the radio. Mm-hmm. But it really is something that doesn't always come naturally. It's something we have to cultivate. Yes, that's true. And and bringing some mindfulness even into that, and I can say that from personal experience, is that when I, I finally thought, okay, I'll try it, and... Uh, as I started to think of grateful things, I would notice my eyeballs rolling up in my head and <laughs> my thoughts going, oh, brother, you know. So Are even at that point, being able to be mindful and to notice, oh, interesting. So um, how is my current thinking that this is stupid or this isn't going to help, how's that impacting things? So now, because you could pause, take a step back, observe without judgment what it was that you were thinking. Now you've got a chance to shift it. Well, maybe Absolutely. I'll give this a chance, you know, yeah, as opposed yeah. to and the I automatic think, thought, which is, this is never going to work. It's stupid. Well, and I think that's where that negative mindset gets in. We just get stuck, Yeah, you know, and here's the other it. piece. What do you got to lose? I mean, right. even if it's stupid, even if it feels weird, even if it's uncomfortable, <laughs> What if it works? What if it takes you to a different place that can help you feel better? That's right. Isn't that worth 30 seconds of of just getting curious about what it could look like? Mm Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. So here's what I'd love our listeners to do. We're going to take another quick break. And while we're away, would love to have you just think about three things. Just three things that you can grab onto right now that you can be grateful for. Just focus on three things. It can be the simplest of things. It doesn't have to be anything monumentous. It can just be something really simple that you can say, yep, today I'm grateful for this. So practice some gratitude and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Thanks. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. So welcome back. So how was the gratitude practice? Hopefully, you had a few minutes to kind of cultivate some things you're grateful for, some things in your life that you can lean on that you know matter to you. And I think doing that more often and making that a practice can really help, especially in your business life, to focus on the things that matter versus the things that stress you out. Yeah. So, Patty, I know that you are doing something really different now than what you used to do. You're working at the Phoenix Art Museum. I am. I am not working for pay, but I'm I'm, uh, working as a docent there, um, volunteering there. You know, it's something that I knew when I was in college that I loved art history, and I wanted to major in art history and follow that path, but everybody told me, no, I would never make a dime doing that. Um, So unfortunately, or fortunately, um, I listened to everybody else, and I didn't follow that path. Now, I ended up having two, three other marvelous careers, uh, two in aviation and then as a psychotherapist, which I loved. Um, And... Now I'm in a place um, where I can take the time to um, study art history and to really learn how to help other people learn how to appreciate art and look at art um, and understand art. Um, And one thing I've 
really found is that I feel like I've come full circle, right, from loving art history to being able to do this at the museum um, and finding out what a mindful practice it is, um, which I just never really thought about. But learning to really look at art requires the ability to pause, to take some time, to observe it, sometimes to put words on it, to um, let go of judgment that's not helpful. Um, And I don't know, I think it just, I I don't know that I've put that into words until just now. It just surprises me um, at how, um, how amazing that is. That is so amazing. And, and I think the other piece that I love about art is that not only is it an intellectual process, but it's also an emotional process that you oh, are absolutely. going to bring yourself and your emotions to a piece of art. You're either going to love it, you're going to hate it, you're going to be ambivalent about it, but yeah. there's going to be an emotional response as well. Right. And, the, and then letting go of the judgment that that's maybe that's bad, that I don't like it, you know, am I supposed to like all of it? No, you know, being able to be curious about your response, but then also um, being able to stay with your response sometimes. Well, something I've really learned is that um, there are types of art that I would typically walk right past and want nothing to do with, but when I stop for a minute and learn about it and learn something about the history of it, what the artist intended, etc., I have a whole new appreciation for it. So I may still not want it hanging on my wall at home, but I have a whole (laughs) new appreciation of it. Right. So that curiosity, I think you hit on something really important. That curiosity about what's going on, not just around us, but inside of us, is a really key component in managing our stress. Because if we don't get curious about what's happening, and really take a minute to pull it out and look at it and go, hello, who are you? What's, what are you about? We just keep ignoring things and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing until we hit a wall. Right, until your body tells you in no uncertain terms, you know. You're done. That, uh, you better knock it off. Right. Right, right. So do you have, I know the the Phoenix Art Museum had an interesting mindfulness program this summer. Is there other programs with mindfulness yeah. and art going on? Yes, and you can certainly go to the um, website for the Phoenix Art Museum to find out more about it. But there is, in conjunction with Hospice of the Valley, um, they run a, a weekly mindfulness meditation sessions, um, typically held outdoors. Um, and then this summer, they uh, started working with the education department at the uh, art museum and started a program, since it's so hot outside, started a program where um, on a weekly basis uh, the groups would meet for slow art and mindfulness, I think is what it was called. So it's spending a half an hour to 45 minutes um, observing and talking about uh, just one piece of art. Fabulous, you know? Oh my gosh, that would be so great. Yeah, it's really fun, really neat. With a little mindfulness practice at the beginning and the end, you know? Right. Right. You know, and I think people, no matter where they are, I know you and I are both here in Phoenix, but no matter where they are, there is beautiful things 
all around you. There are opportunities to cultivate those kinds of things. But we get stuck in this idea that we're too busy or there's not enough time or I just can't. That's the point. You know, the joy of slowing down, the joy of missing out on other things to do things that really matter, that can move you in a different direction. Yeah, and, you know, I think the importance of recognizing that whatever it is that's going on in your life, maybe you hate your job, maybe, you know, family life is terrible or whatever um, right now, that whatever it is that's going on, there is always some space to start to cultivate what you are passionate about. And that's a mindfulness exercise in itself to be able to focus in on something that gives you some reprieve from the stresses of the day, from the stresses of your life, and how important that is. Um, It's not just something to do because you're stressed out. It's actually something to do that uh, is fundamental to good mental health, good emotional health, good physical health. Exactly. And whether that's running, whether that's, you know, any kind of exercise, whether it's painting or drawing or singing or doing those other things that engage that other part of ourselves. The one thing that I love, you love uh, that you exactly love to do. Yeah. And in that it's never too late. I hear so many people say, oh, I used to want to play the piano, but I can't now because it's just it's too late. It's It's never too late. late. I'll I'll never be expert at it, right? (laughs) Yeah. So just enjoy it. It's okay to enjoy it. So, Patty, thank you so much for being part of our show today and sharing your expertise on your wonderfully varied career path and all the things you know about mindfulness. I so appreciate it. Well, thank you, Terry. It has been my pleasure. Really appreciate you asking me Thank you so much. So you can always check out, like Patty said, on uh, the Phoenix Museum website. It's phxart.org if you wanted to learn some more information about that. Also, if you want to learn more about how to bring innovative mindful solutions into your business, you can always check out our website at www.innovativemindfulsolutions.com. Or if you have questions or comments, you can always email me at terry at terrygaller.com. You can also feel free to uh, like my social media. If you're on the on the internet page, you can always click on the boxes below. And next week, we'll be talking about building mindful connections in your business and in your life with my special guest, Tara Shad from Hooncopy Farms. So that will be a great show. Tara brings a wealth of information about mindfulness and connection, and I think it's going to be an amazing show. So thank you all for listening. I so appreciate all of you out there. Remember to practice gratitude and tune in next week. So I'm your host, Terry Galler. You've been listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Remember to work from the inside out. Have a great week and be grateful. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in this week. Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.